government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. everybody and welcome 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 as you can see on the wall behind me justice justice will prevail justice will prevail we are one year away from when they illegally held a session of congress and illegally and illegitimately gave the presidency of the united states of america over to a man who did not win the presidency. And the latest round of election fraud that has come out in Georgia proves that, but so much more as well. So from now on, because there's not been a single person charged with insurrection, because there's not been a single person charged with treason, because there has not been a single person charged with terrorism, We will no longer call today an anniversary or January 6th of 2021 an insurrection. It is now known as a non-surrection. It is a non-surrection. And if anybody says the word insurrection, stop them halfway between their sentence. When they say, well, if you guys wouldn't have done an insurrection, shot, stop, whoa, hold up, hold up. Back up the build back broke Biden truck just a minute. Back it up just a second, will you? Non-surrection. Non-surrection is the word we will use moving forward because there's been nobody charged with insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was nobody armed. There were no cops that were killed in, in, in action. 
There were people killed on our side, though. Whether you believe the conspiracy theories of Q or not. Non-surrection. From now on, it is no longer going to be referred to as an insurrection. Today, we're going to do something a little different. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. I did not put out a verse of the day. No, 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 no. I put out something a little different today. I'm going to read that first, and then we're going to go to a tribute for Ashley Babbitt. But before we do that, welcome to Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And just as the TVs are displaying behind me, 2022 will be a year of restoration, will be a year of exposing the truth, and will be a year of justice. Say her name. Hey, Democrats, say her name. How about instead of erecting statues of convicted felons, who punch women in the stomach and cause them to have miscarriages and do nothing but drug deal their whole life and amounted to nothing but a pile and a sack of crap? How about instead of having statues to those losers, you put statues up of somebody who was an Air Force veteran for this country, somebody who was a soldier. Put statues up of a real hero who was doing what she was constitutionally protected to do on that day, especially considering the war that the Democrats, the left... And all of these crooked agencies, the swamp, waged on the American people illegally on November 3rd, 2020. Say her name and tear down your statues of your sacks of crap that didn't amount to a pile of horse dung. How about that? Let's go to the newsletter real quick. And I tell you what, today's going to be a, one, a day you want to share it to people who hate your guts. Today you're gonna, today's the day you're going to want to share this video to people who believe that you're insane and crazy. Today's the day that you're going to say, you know what, no more fear. I'm not afraid if I post this on my Facebook page or not. And Mark Zuckerbucks gets all his panties in a wad. It doesn't matter. If you have fear now, then you will never, ever have courage. That's the way I look at it. If you are an American and you still fear what they're going to do, oh, they might ban me, oh, no, then you'll never have courage. That's not an insult to anybody who's afraid to share it because they're afraid to get banned. That's a factual statement in 2022 in these United States of America, period. We cannot just have people talking on camera anymore. We cannot just have your talking heads looking at a camera and reading a teleprompter anymore. It either comes from the heart or it doesn't come from anywhere and I'm not giving you my attention. Moving forward in 2022. If you do not put your money where your mouth is in 2022, then you're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. Let me go to the newsletter this morning, which titled, Fear Not. Do not be afraid. Fear not. Do not be afraid. Do you guys know how many times that is uttered? That phrase or something of that nature, depending on your translation of the Bible that you have, fear not or do not be afraid, or however your translation reads it? Well, we'll get to that. Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ and my fellow patriots. With a heavy heart for what happened to Ashley Babbitt, who the media has vilified and demonized instead of honoring her as a soldier of this country, who was there to constitutionally stop an illegal act of Congress, 
let me say that again, who was there to exercise her right, her constitutionally protected right to stop, let me repeat again, to stop an illegal act of Congress. I'm not going to be like everybody else on TV and say, I condemn the actions of January 6th. I do not. Now, even though I was there that day and left before that happened, when I heard it on the radio, when I heard it on, on social media as I was leaving Washington, D.C., that the Capitol was breached and it was by everybody that was outside the Capitol, my first thought was those were all, those were all Trump supporters. I was out there with hundreds of, of thousands of people. But then as the days went by and you started seeing more footage and more footage and more footage that now the Nancy Pelosi's and the Liz Cheney's have locked up so we cannot see that footage, it started to become clear what actually happened. And we were there to stop an illegal act of Congress. So I will not be that person that says, I condemn the actions of January 6th because I do not condemn those actions in my personally, constitutionally protected opinion. January 6th was justified, and I'll get to that in a little bit. I'll put myself at risk today by saying what needs to be said. We've had a tough year, and we're still here. We're here because of the full armor of God. We are here because of the mercy of God, and we are here because you, everybody watching, I'm pointing at you, sitting home on your couch, sitting at work, sitting in your car, wherever you are, I'm pointing at you. You were not afraid. You were not afraid we know in the depths of our souls what happened on november 3rd 2020 and if there was any doubts that what happened actually did then we would have accepted defeat and walked away that's just who we are but what happened was illegal what happened was treasonous according to the constitution of the united states of america and they exploited they exploited our constitutional rights and obligation to stop it as a means to cover up their crime of the century Look at what we are uncovering in all of these swing states today. Look at the, ma- the mail-in ballot harvesting scheme that we've just uncovered. Look at the evidence that destroyed each that was destroyed in each and every uh, state. And that in itself is a felony. They cannot prove they won outside of, of saying, well, it was certified. They cannot prove they won the election outside of saying, well, it was certified by people who were, ele- who were put in those positions. Oh, as if people weren't corrupt. Or all judges have thrown out every case that's come before them. Prove that you won, and all this goes away. As a matter of fact, here's one even better. Prove to us that you won, and Donald Trump won't run again. Instead of you trying to do everything you can to keep him away from Washington, D.C., DC, prove to us you won, and all this goes away. Do not fear. Do not be afraid. Remember when Jesus entered the temple and saw people using it as a market to sell and to trade and to bargain and to collect taxes from citizens engaging in illegal acts towards God? He drove them all out with a whip and flipped over their tables, dumping all of their money on the ground for their treachery. He disrupted the illegal proceedings that were condoned by the religious leaders who were, who were corrupt as the day is long, just like today. Did you not see the parallel that I just put together? Do you not understand the comparisons between those two stories? 
Do you not feel your Holy Spirit tugging on your conscience? Per the Constitution, it is our right and responsibility to protect this nation from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And God willing, we will. For that reason, my friends, as we move into 2022 and beyond, do not fear and do not be afraid. For the Bible references this phrase 365 times. 365 times. Coincidence? Is that a coincidence? 365 days in a year and 365 times you will read about not being afraid in the Bible? The same advice can be given every day of the year. Do not be afraid, brothers and sisters, for the days of truth and restoration are coming, including for those heroes that are rotting in prison in, January on, in, uh, in D.C. God is doing major things and people must repent and come back to him. And only then, ladies and gentlemen, only then, will we truly see the best is yet to come. Do not be afraid and fear not. Have no fear because we should have no fear over what people can do to our bodies. We should only fear the one who has the power to cast our soul into the eternal flame. That is who we should fear. And nobody else, especially when we are standing on the rock of truth, especially when we are standing on the side of truth, fact, and reality, do not be afraid now and stop saying just to appease somebody around you, oh, I condemn the actions of January 6th. I mean, I, think, I don't think it should have happened. Are you kidding me? We went there to use our constitutionally protected voices to stop an illegal act of Congress, and they fired on us first. They shot tear gas into the crowd. They're the ones that started letting people in and giving them tours of the Capitol building. They're the ones that started all of it to begin with, and you expect people just to stand there and take it while they're angry because you're there trying to conduct an illegal act of Congress? This is not your government. This is our government. This is we the people's government. So you ask me, Jeremy Harrell, at the risk of everything even already being visited by the FBI, do I think January 6th was justified? And I say, hell yes. And in my opinion, not saying to do anything or not, or, or to, I'm not telling anybody in the world to do anything illegal. But in my opinion, just trying to look forward, if you try to steal another election from the American people ever again, I don't see that being good, especially after what happened on November 3rd and January 6th of last year. I don't see that being good. Here's the other thing. 70% of Republicans feel that the, Republic, or that the, uh, that the uh, presidential election was stolen. 30% of Democrats feel that the election was stolen and that Joe Biden is not really the illegitimate is not really the legitimate present president and almost 50% of independents feel that way that is over half the country that is that is two-thirds of this country do not think that we have a legitimate president and you're going to call all of us liars you are going to challenge each and every one of our intelligence and think that we're that stupid and that we're just sheep bah, bah, do whatever you want no, that's not the way it is in america you want to go live in another country if that's the way you think it is because we own this government not you 
Two thirds of the country do not believe that that guy that's sit that's pooping his pants in the White House right now is legitimate. You're going to arrest everybody who has that same feeling. You're going to arrest everybody who has that same opinion, or only the ones with a platform who are not afraid to say it. So I will end this little session, this little rant that I just went on right now, with me repeating myself, being a little redundant. You ready for this? Do I feel that January 6th was justified? And I will say it one more time for all those in the back who didn't hear, or maybe for the morons who maybe said, he didn't just say what I think he did, did he? Hell yes, it was. I'm going to go ahead now and I want to play a little tribute to Ashley Babbitt. And I know there's a big portion of people out there who like to go down the Q rabbit hole. I never did. But I get it. A lot of it could be true. I don't know. I just never went down it. Say she's not dead. But if that's the case, if she's a crisis actor, then all of her family is crisis actors. All of her friends are crisis actors. The people that knew her in the military were crisis actors. Her posts before she died were all just fake. And she didn't really come from a Christian background and wasn't really a veteran of this United States of America. No, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. You can, because that's your prerogative to do so. I don't believe so. So having said that, I'm going to go ahead and play a tribute to a fallen soldier who was murdered by Officer Michael Byrd of the Capital City Police by the orders of Nancy Pelosi.
Thank you for your service, Ashley Babbitt, to this country. <clears throat> Thank you for standing up for the Ameri- for for the American people on January sixth of twenty twenty one. Hard to watch, isn't it? Especially when you know why she was there. Especially when you know why she was there. Say her name. Justice for Ashley. Justice for all. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And while we're in prayer, ladies and gentlemen, please keep in your prayers one of our own here, Scotty. Scotty's asking for prayers, has a prayer request. And also Heather Traeger. Heather Traeger is also asking for prayers, for things that she's going through personally in her life right now. So please, let's keep these wonderful family members of ours in our hearts as we say the Lord's Prayer. <clears throat> our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And Lord in heaven, we ask today that you heal this nation, restore this nation back to the blessings that you once showered us with. Lord, we are fighting to get rid of the people who want to murder your blessings, which are your, which are your children. We are fighting every day for good, to vanquish evil. And Lord, we know that none of this is possible without you because all good things come from you for you, Lord. We just ask that you continue to keep our heads straight, our eyes focused on the right path. As we move forward into 2022, to spread the gospel for you, bring joy by bringing people back to you and by standing up for our rights in this country, our rights that were given to us by you at birth. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I don't know how many people have, uh, that, are, that are watching the show right now actually went to to, uh, D.C. on that day because there was, you know, a million people there. Not everybody went into the Capitol, right? But if you were there that day, whether you were at the speech with Donald Trump or whether you were there and walked down or whether you only went to the Capitol building uh, like I did, of course, left quite a a ways, but quite quite a bit before that all, the, the craziness, the pandemonium started happening. Thank God, actually. But I was there expressing my voice that day. So this, all of this is a little personal to me. So if it sounds like I'm mad, I'm not really mad. I'm passionate about what happened last year on this day. I'm passionate about the people that I spoke to that day. I'm passionate about the prayers that I was involved in that day with pastors, with priests, with faithful men and women of God. I was there praying with them, on my knees with them. I was live there talking to people. I was singing. We were rejoicing. We were giving our opinions legally about what had happened. So it's a little personal to me. 
So I apologize if I seem like I'm a little too ramped up about this. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have donated to the show this year. I want to thank each and every one of you who have helped out on these rumble rants and everything else because you built this as a vessel of truth that you could have every single day. I'm just a lucky person that got to be a part of it. So thank you, each and every one of you. Let's move on to the first and foremost section of the day. And today's first and foremost section, we're going to be really just going to continue off of what we were just speaking about. Far left professor. I mean, this whole January 6th thing is just a weapon to get Trump away from D.C. at all costs. Keep him away from D.C. And if they have it their way, hang him in the middle of the town square. Here's a celebrate my husband Sean's 50th birthday with a $50 donation. Thank you so much. God bless you. But that's what this January 6th thing is for. That's what this January 6th thing is for is to keep Trump away. Far-left professor Lawrence Tribe, along with radical congressional Democrats, we all know who they are, are working to prevent President Donald J. Trump from ever running again based on the 14th Amendment. Based on the 14th Amendment. After a deep state rolling coup spanning five years, that cultivated, or that culminated, excuse me, with the stolen 2020 election, the deep state is doing all they can to make it impossible for President Donald J. Trump to return to Washington, D.C., and they are frightened and outraged of the fact that Americans are not behind them. In the years since January 6th, a handful of Democrats, constitutional scholars, and pro-democracy, which we are not, by the way, we're a republic, Advocates have been quietly exploring how a post-Civil War amendment to the Constitution might be used to disqualify President Donald J. Trump from holding office again. Calls for Congress to take steps to strip Trump of his eligibility, which reached a crescendo in the aftermath of January 6th last year, have since decreased. But those who remain engaged on the issue say discussions about applying Section 3 of the 14th Amendment have been ongoing. Quote, if anything, the idea has waxed and waned, said Lawrence Tribe, a constitutional expert at Harvard Law School. Oh, by the way, you know what I think of experts? That's what I think of experts. They're, they're always wrong. Remember, experts built the Titanic and it sank like a rock. Beginners built the ark and it floated. Quote, I hear it being raised with considerable frequency these days, both by the media, commentators, and by members of Congress and their staffs, some of whom have sought my advice on how to implement Section 3, he said. An analysis by The Hill found that around a dozen Democratic lawmakers have spoken either publicly or privately over the last year about Section 3 of the 14th Amendment and how it might apply to those who engaged in insurrection on January 6th. Again, non-surrection! There's not a single person who's been uh, charged with insurrection. Not a single person or terrorism. So shut your mouths on that bull crap. It's not even a, it's not even, it, it, it can't even be put in the same sentence as what you're trying to do, which really just null and voids your entire agenda anyway. Among those offices have spoken recently with Tribe, our representative Jamie Raskin, of course, of Maryland, 
who sits on the January 6th Unselect Committee, Jerry Nadler, who poops his pants, who chairs the powerful House Judiciary Commission Committee, and Representative Debbie Washerman Soltz, who I know personally, known her for years, and she, yes, she's in every bit as an ignorant loser, Democrat, swamp donkey, know-nothing moron, as she seems on TV. Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which was ratified after the Civil War, says that office holders who have, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same are disqualified from future office, which is why they're trying to get rid of Marjorie Taylor Greene, which is why they're trying to get rid of Matt Gates, which is why they're trying to get rid of President Trump, which is why they'll try to get rid of anybody who speaks out against their narrative. That is what they're doing is for, and this is the only thing they have to try to... Cl- try to drum up some kind of insurrection from a non-surrection because they're not going to be able to cheat at the ballot at the, uh, at the, at the, the voting booths again. This is it. This is all they have. This is all they have. And I just want to go back again and tell you the equivalent of what we were there doing that day on January 6th to try to stop an illegal act of Congress was the equivalent of somebody coming up to you, a Democrat, punching you, okay? And then you punching them back and them falling on the floor and then calling 911, see, this person just attacked me. <laughs> That's what happened. November 3rd, the Democrats waged war on the American people by literally stealing an, a presidential election, a nationwide presidential election. They punched us. We punched back. They didn't like it. They, crowd, they cried foul. They called every one of their, la- their lamestream fake news media outlets and said, don't say this for the next two years. And that's what they're doing. This is what we're doing here, folks. This is just a, a, a schoolyard fight is more mature than what we're doing right now because of these losers, because of these Liz Cheney's, these Nancy Pelosi's, these Adam Kinzinger's, all of them. It's the equivalent of a schoolyard fight. Right before the show, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates were on Steve Bannon. You know what they said? They said, when we take over in November... Every one of these committees are going to be turned to oversight committees. And they said they're actually going to keep the January 6th select committee going. And guess who's going to chair it? Guess who's going to chair the January 6th select committee? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Matt Gates will be in there. Actually, Matt Gates would probably chair it. Marjorie Taylor Greene would probably be the project director. And they're going to get Darren Beatty in there. And they're going to say, now we're going to have a real January 6th committee. And we're going to get to the bottom of everything. And we're going to release all the stuff you've been hiding to show the American people how much you lied and drug our names through the mud. And that's why they're trying to get Donald J. Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Matt Gates away from D.C. Because they'll expose the truth. And guess who's, guess who's on our side? God. And guess what else you can't do? You can't beat God. I'm excited for 2022. I don't know about you, but this is their harebrained, half-baked attempt to try to get Donald Trump away from the White House is to use January 6th. And in the summertime, what's going to happen is right before summer ends, they're going to release the report that says that they request that they request that Congress takes action to bar Donald Trump, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates away from the United States Capitol. That's what's going to happen. But it ain't going to work. Oh, it is not going to work. Democrats in the media are obsessed with January 6th because they truly have nothing else. And you want to know what else was just released? The January 6th committee under the iron thumb of this loser right here, Liz Cheney. They're going to start 
holding made-for-TV primetime hearings. Oh, yeah. This is just a made-for-TV stunt, everybody. You got to keep the lie going. Check it out. The Democrat-dominated panel, really all Democrats, uh, investigating last year's Capitol non-surrection may hold primetime hearings this spring and this summer, moving hearings into the evening, which is rare, <laughs> but would be part of a deliberate strategy to saturate the nation with the House Select Committee's perspective. Axios reported that yesterday. Witnesses would be amazed to build a case that counters the narrative of former President Donald J. Trump and his supporters. And that panel is conducting a glorified partisan witch hunt. Axios quoted a committee aide. Axios quoted a committee aide it did not say, uh, name as saying that the decision to go primetime was yet final. But everybody's uh, talking about it and they are doing deliberations on it now. It will. That's exactly what they'll do. That's the only way that they can use this to brainwash more Americans into exactly what did not happen on January 6th, 2021, the great non-surrection. Members are still discussing potential formats and timing for the committee's hearing. You want to know what's going to happen? They're going to get about the same bismal ratings as CNN gets. They're not even going to get a million people to watch because nobody gives a crap. Democratic Rep. Benny Thompson of Mississippi, who chairs the panel, said the hearings are likely to begin in March or April (laughs) and extend into the summer. If the summer hearings are held, that would be the same time congressional elections are in full swing. The public needs to know, needs to hear from the people under oath about what led up to January 6th to some degree and what has continued after January 6th. (laughs) Sounds like to me a bunch of people are scared of the American people. Did you see? Let's let's go back to the non-surrection of January 6th, 2021. Let's go back to that day where all of these corrupt scumbag losers who have held power illegally for far too long went running. Oh my, no, no, the American people are here. (gasps) The American people are knocking at the door with pitchforks and torches. What are we going to do? We can't do, we can't be bad today because, because we got to go run. We got to run. Well, you're real tough behind that camera, aren't you, Nancy? Stretch face, punch drunk Pelosi. You're real tough behind that camera, AOC, right? You're real tough talking about how the American people are nothing but a bunch of racist, bigoted, lying, cheating, Trump-supporting morons, but you ran that day. Oh, no. The American people are here to make us answer for all of our crimes. Let's run, please. Oh, no. Mike Pence had to be rushed out of there. Hey, maybe do your job. Maybe do what the American people sent you there to do instead of not doing what the American people sent you there to do. Oh, no. Let's run and hide. They seemed pretty scared that day, didn't they? even though we had no weapons. And I say we as we the people, not we as in me there personally. Calm down, FBI. I can have an opinion still. It's still America. Maybe not for long, but it is for right now. And these are all, everything that I've stated today is my personal opinion, constitutionally protected. So suck on that. (laughs) Suck on that. These people are absolute morons. Meanwhile, we have rhinos. And you want to know something? This is another thing that really, that really jerks my chain. As I stood up for Mike Pence because I thought he was a man of God, I thought he was going to do what was constitutionally right to do, and he didn't. 
And then he bumped elbows with punch drunk Pelosi. They gave him a special little coin. And now Ted Cruz. And now Lion Ted is back. Fighting Ted is gone. Lion Ted is back. A lot of people are wondering what he did. Well, I'm going to show you what he did in a minute. But first of all, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to draw a parallel between two things lately that Lion Ted is back up to doing his good old, uh, good old uh, rhino tricks. Back up to his good old rhino tricks again, Lion Ted. You think it's a coincidence that yesterday he regurgitates commie Democrat talking points a week after he made a backdoor deal with these same Democrats in order to release his hold on radical nominees appointed by Biden to the Treasury Department? He cut a backdoor deal with them about sanctioning a gas pipeline halfway across the world that's not even in the United States that we don't benefit from one way or another. He cut a backdoor deal with Mr. Harry Legs Poop Pants himself to allow these radical scumbags into our Treasury Department just so we could sanction somebody across halfway across the world. And a week later, he comes out, bleh, bleh, spewing CNN propaganda. Are you kidding me here? Another one. Another loser. And this guy got our praise for the last year because ever since his fight with Trump, he's become like a fighting Republican. And then he comes and says what I'm about to show you here. And you know what? Big shout out to Tucker Carlson. Give props where props are due. Big shout out to Tucker Carlson for saying what he said about Lion Ted last night. Lion Ted, you're back on the bench. You're back on the bench. As a matter of fact, Lion Ted, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and give it to you now because you deserve it. You might even get the Dumb Dumb Award for the entire month of January because of what I'm about to show the people. So this is, um, last night, this is uh, Tucker Carlson ex- uh, basically not really exposing Ted Cruz because people had already heard it way before t- uh, Ted uh, Tucker came on. But I will say, I will give, t- I will give Tucker, uh, I will give Tucker credit for saying what he said. Encouraging crimes, riots, breaches of the Capitol on January 6th. He was on the FBI website. Now he's gone. Hasn't been charged with anything, apparently. Why is that? That's a real question. No one in Congress seems to care, even supposedly conservative Republican senators. What are they busy doing? Well, they're busy repeating the talking points that Merrick Garland has written for them. Here's one example. Uh, We are approaching a solemn anniversary this week, uh, and it is an anniversary of a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol where we saw the men and women of law enforcement demonstrate incredible courage, incredible bravery, uh, risk their lives uh, to defend the men and women who serve in this Capitol. Now, let's be honest. Everyone who's conservative appreciates Ted Cruz. You may not like him, but you got to appreciate him. He's legitimately smart. He's one of the more articulate people to serve in the Congress, maybe the most articulate. He doesn't use a single word by accident. Every word Ted Cruz uses is used intentionally. Truth. He's a lawyer. He described January 6th as a violent terrorist attack. Of all the things that January 6th was, it was definitely not 
a violent terrorist attack. It wasn't an insurrection. Was it a riot? Sure. It was not a violent terrorist attack. Sorry. So why are you telling us that it was Ted Cruz? And why are none of your Republican friends who are supposed to be representing us and all the people who've been arrested during this purge saying anything? What the hell's going on here? You're making us think maybe the Republican Party is as worthless as we suspected it was. Yep. That can't be true. Reassure us, please, Ted Cruz. <clears throat> Look, if the Republican Party wasn't as worthless as we've said it was, then there would be no Marjorie Taylor Greene and there wouldn't have been a President Trump. The Republican Party is every bit as guilty as the Democratic Party. The difference between us who call ourselves Republicans and those morons who call themselves Democrats is they don't know the diff they don't know that, that, that their party is just as guilty as the Republican Party. And they don't want to admit it. We will admit it. We will admit it. And that's why we are literally cleansing this party. There would be no President Trump and there wouldn't have been a Marjorie Taylor Greene. And there will be no Jeremy Harrell in the future if it wasn't for these rhinos that need to go. A violent, attack of, a violent attack of terrorism? Ted, seriously? Do you know how many Democratic hosts of shows and how many people are going to use that on social media? You know how many people are going to go, even Ted Cruz, because you're such a high-ranking Republican, even Ted Cruz said it was a violent terrorist attack. You stupid moron. How did you do that? Again, Tucker was right. Ted Cruz does not say anything by accident. He uses and, and chooses his words carefully, unlike me, that just spews out whatever I'm thinking. I'll be the first to admit Ted Cruz is a far more intelligent person than I am or ever will be. But guess what I have more of than he and anybody else in Congress? Heart. Heart. And so do all of you. And I would have much rather have heart and passion than some... Ivy League education. What you did was wrong, Ted. And I cannot forget that this happened a week after you made a backdoor deal with these illegitimate bastards. What is happening? Why are so many Republicans so weak? And here's the other thing. Let's say in a fantasy unicorn rainbow leprechaun world of woke-topia nobodies, let's say just in a fantasy world, they were to keep Donald Trump away from the White House. What do you think that's going to do? Let's say nothing happens, people don't riot or anything like that because you illegally kept him out of the White House. Don't you think that other people are going to run and win that act exactly like Trump? He has created a movement that even if you remove him, all you're doing is making him a martyr and more of us that think exactly like he does are coming for Washington, D.C. What are you going to do? Ban everybody? I don't think so. I was thinking about calling Ted Cruz today. Then I realized how many mistakes I made in my life when I'm as heated as I am right now. When I'm as mad as I am right now, I think to myself, how many mistakes did I make not having a conversation with somebody using a level head? So I won't be calling him today. Now let's go to the reason for the treason, shall we? Let's go to the reason 
for the trees and what they did to wage war on the American people. The reason for the treason, and that is election fraud. We know about Georgia. We know about Georgia. We know that the judges there did not make Fulton County or anybody else hand over ballot images or duplicates or anything like that because it's all a cover-up. And we, the people, have the right to see that stuff for 22 months. That's the crazy thing here. We, the people, in America, have the right, it's in the law, to those election records. Even me, little old me, can go and get every election record in a state legally. But judges won't allow that to happen. We also know that the, the massive ballot scheme, harvesting scheme, just got uncovered there, which is possibly up to and over a million votes. We also know that that same network, that same scheme network that they did, the ballot harvesting there, was done in every single state that they stopped counting on on November 3rd. That's what we know in Georgia and much more. What about Arizona? You got the attorney general right there right now doing a full-blown investigation because we found 10 times more votes that were illegal and illegitimate in one county alone to overturn Arizona. So you take the ballot harvesting scheme that we already know in Georgia, boom, that's over with. You take everything that we know in Arizona with all of the the 10 times the amount of, of votes it was to overturn the election, boom, that one's done. Look at Wisconsin. You had a Racine uh, County Sheriff Department do a full investigation and, 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 and submit their findings that are really charging five of the six election commission members there with felonies. With felonies for election fraud. You also have ex-Supreme Court judge, state Supreme Court judge, Michael Gableman, who is recommending felonies for two other mayors. And let's not forget the state of Pennsylvania and Michigan in Michigan, where they literally boarded up the, uh, boarding up the, uh, so that so nobody could see the counting, pushed everybody away. We have video footage of them dumping minivans full of ballots in about three in the morning. And in Pennsylvania, we know that they illegally circumvented the state legislature, went around them, made their own election laws so they could bring in ballots for days so Biden could win. Let's talk about the reason for the treason, shall we? Got some new election fraud footage for you. You ready for this? Maricopa County, new election fraud footage. Let me play this for you. There's no sound on these videos, so I'll kind of narrate what you're looking at. But what you're about to see is two videos of more election fraud that just surfaced in Maricopa County, Arizona. And And if you can't call it election fraud, what you can call it is... Non-legal activity. I guess you can call it that. Illegal activity. Chain of custody problems. Check this out. Staff break room. Electronic devices. Not allowed. Oh, look. Here's this guy in an area he's not allowed in. Or he's not allowed to have any electronic devices whatsoever. Any outside electronic devices or any people should not be in this area. Oh, what's that? Oh, he's in an area he's not supposed to be. Oh, look at this lady. Oh, what's she doing? Taking pictures of ballots. Are you kidding me? Taking pictures of ballots? 
you're not allowed to have cell phones in this area either or any other electronic device that's not already in that room. And she's in there not only with the electronic device, but she's taking pictures of ballots. <laughs> what? What? Does exactly what those are. Ballots that she's taking pictures of. Front and back. Okay. I got another video for you. Here we go. Check this one out. What's that right there in that lady's hand? Is that a brand new flash drive? Oh, you're not supposed to have flash drives. You're not supposed to have flash drives back there. Isn't that weird? Wow. I wonder if they did nothing illegal with all of this stuff. Oh, hold on. We can't leave the evidence. I got to come back and get the trash. Yeah, we got to throw that away. Almost forgot the wrapper. Look, folks, <laughs> this goes about as deep as a hole to China. You could dig to Wuhan and it wouldn't be deeper than the corruption. Excuse me, hold on. And it would not be deeper than the corruption that you are seeing unfold in each and every one of these states. But again, according to the Democrats, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Meanwhile, Dominion is panicking in Pennsylvania because their machines were not properly hardened, mean that they weren't protected. This is IT. Hardened is in an IT world means they weren't protected and they weren't certified. So if you don't have a properly protected voting machine that cannot be certified, then automatically it cannot be in the voting system. You cannot use it. It is illegal. And Dominion is panicking because in Pennsylvania, you're about ready to see that none of these machines should have been in use. Fulton County, Pennsylvania has every right to investigate its voting machines. The voting machine company, Dominion, is fighting against this investigation. Dominion was fighting against the inspection of their voting machines in Fulton County, Pennsylvania. And Dominion claims that the investigation, the investigators, excuse me, looking into their voting machines for Fulton County will damage or destroy their machines when they make forensic copies of their computers. This is simply not true. But what is true, it is true that it's uh, that it is harmful to the case to lie to a judge and Dominion's remedy for their complaint is to suggest that the only companies that are allowed to investigate their machines should be related to an EAC approved or cyber approved company as listed in their complaint. The problem that Dominion has is not that their machines will be mishandled or damaged as a result of a thorough inspection by an independent professional. Rather, Dominion must be concerned that the court in the county will find out that their machine should not have been certified for use to begin with. And the reason this may be the case is because the machines may not have gone through the proper hardening process according to the Enterprise Networking Planet. System hardening is the process that secures computing systems by reducing the attack surface to make them hack-proof. And we all know that they weren't hack-proof because Javon Hutton Pulitzer hacked into a machine while he was giving testimony at a hearing in Georgia. It consists of a set of tools and methodologies that remove the non-essential services, thus minimizing the security risks to your system as much as possible. We're actually doing something similar right now to my website. 
Because my website lately, as the show has been growing and getting in front of more eyes, has been being attacked left and right by left-wing loser hackers. So my, I was on the phone with my web guy yesterday for hours. Which is why we got to purchase a new server and all this other stuff. When Dominion machines are shipped to the various locations where they're to be used, they need to go through the system hardening process. And almost none of them were in the, in t- in the entire country, by the way. Any... Um, any, any kind of, uh, super, um, any kind of, uh, games that might be on them or emails, etc., need to be removed from the machines. The guidelines for hardening should be followed and procedures should take place to set up the machines properly. The client and the machine company should have a checklist that users would go through to address passwords, controls, etc. in the hardening checklist. Now, let me go off this script for a minute and just let me tell you what my former job was. My former job was working for an IT company. And in this IT company, if we delivered any kind of machines or any kind of software or any kind of new program that was to be used by a company, especially a company with government contracts, then all of these checklists had to be done. I mean... Oh, front and back, back and forth, four or five times to make sure that these were hardened, that they were secure, and that anybody that was going to access the program or the software or the hardware or the machines in any way had the proper passwords and nobody else had them. And those passwords had to change constantly. And we had to go back every quarter to make sure that we did any kind of firmware updates. That was my job. And I got to tell you, we had a lot of clients that had government contracts and they made sure that we did this, but we're not doing it with our voting machines. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Panicking, ladies and gentlemen, maybe something will come out of Pennsylvania after all. Now, as we get close to January 7th, I want to get away from the non-surrection and I want to get away from voting machines and I want to move on because I've had enough of that today. Okay, as we get closer to January 7th, which is tomorrow, is also it's also going to be. Thank you very much. Thank you, C. Taylor. Put this towards your new secure server that is needed. God bless you. God bless you. You don't have to do that, but I appreciate you for doing that. Uh, Tomorrow, the Supreme Court will be hearing the Biden illegal federal vaccine mandates for 100 employees or more and the mandate on CMS workers. They will be hearing oral arguments, and you will be able to tune in and listen to the audio oral arguments in the Supreme Court tomorrow. But as we get near tomorrow, another hit to Mr. Poopy Pants, Harry Legs, as the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals yesterday refused Biden's request to stay in order blocking federal contractor mandates. We were just talking about businesses that had federal contracts with the federal government. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals, which was the one that made the ruling right before this last case, got bumped up to the Supreme Court and expedited. They have now delivered Biden another blow. This is the third blow that they have uh, given to Biden in the last three weeks. Okay? So for all those people out there who have government contracts, listen to this. The Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals on Wednesday refused to stay an injunction against the vaccine mandate for federal contractors. The Sixth Circuit was split in a 2-1 decision. Ohio, Tennessee, and Kentucky filed a lawsuit against Biden and argued that nothing in the Federal Property and Administrative Services Act authorizes the contractor mandate 
and that the mandate violates several other federal statutes. In response, three states, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee, and two Ohio sheriff's offices filed lawsuits. They collectively alleged that nothing in the Property Act authorizes the contractor mandate, that the contractor mandate violates various other federal statutes, and that its intrusion upon traditional state prerogatives raises serious constitutional concerns under federalism principles and the Tenth Amendment. The district court agreed. It joined, it enjoined, excuse me, enforcement of the contractor mandate throughout Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. It also denied the subsequent motion of the federal government's defendants to stay the injunction pending appeal. The government now comes to us with the same request, but because the government has established none of the showings required to, ob- to obtain a stay, we deny such relief, Judge Bush said in this opinion, in his opinion. So, We have Fifth Circuit and Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals constantly denying Biden any of his federal illegal mandates. And we'll just have to continue to hope and pray that the Supreme Court sees it the same way. Because per the Constitution, Biden does not have the ability to do this. It has to go through law. It has to go through Congress and actually become the law of the land or an individual state can impose it like they did in Massachusetts decades ago. A state can tell you that you have to be vaccinated, but a federal President, a federal, from a federal level, a president of the United States cannot tell you that. So let's hope the Supreme Court holds true to what the Fifth and the Sixth Circuit Court have already ruled on. Now, before we get ready to close the show out, I told you that as, as fear dissipates around COVID-19, not only in the U.S., but around the world, I told you they were going to ramp up their attacks on our freedoms. Because they know you're not scared anymore. They know you're not afraid, which leads to revolution, which leads to revolt. And so they're going to try to nip that in the bud real quick and try to impose more lockdowns and more mandates on you as COVID-19 disappears into thin air. So they got to make up variants and all this other stuff. And nobody even knows they have this variant. (laughs) You know what I mean? Here's the kicker. Here's the crazy part about here's the upside down world clown world we're living in. If you've been vaccinated right now, you, can, you, don't, you only have to quarantine for five days. Let's say you still have COVID. You're allowed to go back to work. So you're allowed to go back to work with COVID as long as you've been vaccinated, but you're going to be fired if you have no COVID and you've been unvaccinated. That's the clown world that we live in today. But let's go around the world real quick and show you a little bit about this fear that's happening in Scotland right now. People are actually asking if they should introduce COVID camps the same way they did in Australia. This is absolutely crazy. The Daily Record, a highly influential Scotland newspaper, asked its readers if the country should follow Australia's lead and begin introducing COVID internment camps. In a Facebook post on the Daily Record's official page, they said, and for all those who still have Facebook, this is your homework, light them up. Australians are being detained in COVID internment camps for 14 days if they test positive or are suspected positive. Should we follow their lead? That is what the actual paper put out for a question. The majority of individuals who responded were outraged. One user said, what a disgrace of a question. Surely the obvious answer uh, to should there be internment camps is always should be a resounding no. Others replied this headline is at an all-time low. And one user answered, yes, we need protection from anyone who thinks this is a good idea. Put them there 
And some people at the news rag can lead the way. But that's not the only place this craziness is happening. Let's shoot over to France. The parliament just approved Emmanuel Macron's vax pass by 214 to 93. To do what? To exclude unvaccinated people from, quote, basic aspects of life. France just did that. They are going to exclude unvaccinated people from, quote, basic aspects of life. How do they see this is going to turn out over the world? Do they think people are just going to end up laying down and taking this stuff? (laughs) Is that what they really think? And they must. They might be just pompous enough to think that because our own government thought that we were going to lay down and let them steal an election, and that's not happening. So who knows? Maybe so. And also in Italy, they have just adopted a decree to mandate the COVID-19 jab to all citizens age 50 and older. In Italy, you will now be mandated to get the vaccine if you're 50 years old or older. And now I did not want to leave the show today without giving a little bit of good news. And I've told you in recent days that Nancy Pelosi, one way or another, is gone in November. And that should be a reason to celebrate right there. But let me give you a little bit more, uh, a little more of the story to back that up and validate that a little bit more, shall we? Speaker Pelosi's staff is fleeing amid retirement rumors. Staffers in the office of House Speaker Nancy Punch Drunk Pelosi appear to be running out the door for other opportunities as the talk and, uh, and rumors swirl that the uh, Congresswoman's retirement is imminent. The latest staff member leaving a job is Pelosi's campaign executive director, Jorge Aguilar, who announced his departure to join the group, to join the group of bipartisan government relations firm in Washington, D.C. Aguilar, according to the report, will be advising clients on what? Navigating the intricacies of a Democratic caucus and stakeholders organizations. But that's not only it, ladies and gentlemen. We also have the 25th Democrat running for the hills. The 25th Democrat announced yesterday that they are running for the hills. Michigan Representative Brenda Lawrence has announced that she will not be seeking re-election in 2022. So you got to ask yourself this question. 25 Democrats are leaving. It has never really happened like this before. Jeremy, do you think we're going to be able to stop fraud coming in November? Yes, 100%. That is why they're trying to keep Trump... Marjorie and, and, and people like Matt Gates away from the White House, away from Washington, D.C., because they know they can't win at the ballot booth. We already have the blueprint. We already have the blueprint from Virginia, and we already have three states that have already put new election laws into place, and they're going to be watching hardcore. You know, they're not going to be able to steal it again. That's why they can't even have these people run for office. That's why. Because they know they're going to get trounced. And that's why you see 25 Democrats running for the hills and don't let any any libtard tell you any different anyway folks that's going to do it for live from america today i really don't have much else to say i pretty much spent i don't even know if i'll be able to make it till tonight's show but i have to because senator doug mastriano will be on we'll be talking about what's going on in pennsylvania we'll be talking about his rally tonight and we'll be talking about him running for governor and some more here tonight on live from america on real america's voice news doug mastriano so folks i'm just going to say it there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one yahweh So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I just also want to let you know that these new Hand Over Your Heart shirts are in. I will get them up on the store as soon as possible. We now have the maroon to go with the blue, and we also have a black with a white hand as well. 
represent your country and let your kids represent their country by sending them into public with a hand over your heart t-shirt. It'll be available tomorrow on JeremyHerald.com. Having said that, folks, God bless each and every one of you. Have a great day. Did I say it already? There are right ways and wrong ways, but only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Thank you for joining in today. Thank you for all your shares. Thank you for all your rumble rants. God bless you guys. And I will see you tonight. Well rested and ready for my interview with Doug Mastriano. Folks, have a great day. See you later. God bless. Rebirth of America.